and welcome to episode number 20, yes, I said 20, of Sports Bar Talk. Holy macaroni and cheese, 20 episodes, unbelievable. Get your coleslaw and listen to the podcast with me today, oh my lordy lordy lordy. Anyway, we have a lot to get into today, but I do want to thank everybody who's been listening to a week in and week out of the podcast, patiently waiting for this wonderful podcast to drop. The number one podcast in Adams County, eh, sports podcast at least in Adams County, and I'm just blessed, man. 20 in, and we got an, we got an infinite number of amount to go. I also want to thank all the reviewers. Uh, reviews have been down, by the way, in the past couple weeks. Uh, I don't know where the reviews have been. I don't know where they've been, but, you know, you can review it. I don't know if you can review episodes on Spotify and TuneIn, but I know you can on Apple. So, if you are kind enough to write a review, it's there. You can constructive criticize me all you want. I'll take it to heart. You can answer the food questions. You can give me your thoughts on the sports topics and the picks. Maybe potentially give me your picks on the games. Maybe we could run a pick contest. And the winner gets a shout-out on the show or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, maybe that's something fun we could do. I'll think about it. But it depends. I need to get people to review. So, write a review. Maybe you're interested about it. Or you just want to review and tell me I'm doing a great job. Which I think I am already in my head. But hey... As my dad says, we're working on being humble. Let's get into it. And let's start with Major League Baseball, where the Los Angeles Dodgers defeated the Tampa Bay Rays in six games. And I'm sure everyone is aware the Dodgers did win the World Series, but they they did it with they did it without ingoing some controversy. If you watched game six on Tuesday night, you probably Notice that Justin Turner got pulled out of the game, mid-game. And you probably thought, oh, he looks fine. He's not injured. I didn't know why he got pulled. I was like, he's got to be injured or something. Or there's someone on the Dodgers that's better at defense. Or they were looking for uh, insurance. Turns out, after the game, when they broke into the post-game show right before the trophy ceremony, Kevin Burkhardt had announced... That Justin Turner, they had gotten his positive test back, a COVID test back, and so they had to pull him. First off, how are we getting results for the co- for that day's COVID tests in the middle of a World Series game? If you don't have the results for a COVID test, you shouldn't be playing. MLB, they got into a mess at the beginning of the season, and they're into a mess right now at the end of the season. It, The plan was great. It was like, this MLB season was like a hamburger. The buns were a mess and a disaster. But inside the burger, the lettuce, the tomatoes, the cheese, the double pet, the double Angus patties was great. They did everything safely. You had no positive COVID tests for like 50 some days in a row. And the only problems were at the beginning and the end of the season. The Marlins and the Cardinals had their outbreaks. And then Justin Turner testing positive. Why? Why are we playing when we don't know the results of COVID tests for that day? Just why, MLB? Rob Manfred, you got some explaining to do. And I'll tell you what. 
Ron Manfred, I know the fans do not like the job he's done. You could probably tell from the booing. He might want to resign. He even proposed the silly idea that I don't even want about it before COVID about expanding the playoffs and the top four seeds get to pick their opponents. Give me a break. This is not reality television, Rob. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the postseason. I like having the two wild cards, but I'd like to have the wild cards play a best of three series. And then you have the division and the championship series, bracket style. I do like how they did it this season. They could probably cut it down. I thought maybe they could do the postseason. You know, you have... They could do how the NFL... Well, the NFL is expanding their postseason this year, but how they would normally do it. Six in each uh, division, or six in each uh, league, American National. You can have the four division winners, then two wild cards. Have the uh, top two seeds get a bye. Six in the free seed play a best of free series. Uh, four and five play a best of free. And then whoever's the lower seed will play the top seed. And whoever's the higher seed out of those two matchups would play the two seed. So if the six and free seed matchup of the six seed won, they'd play the one seed in the next matchup. It's basically how the NFL does their playoffs. I think that'd be perfect for MLB. You expand the playoffs in a way that people will like it. But we're not talking about playoff expanding. Justin Turner. And then Justin Turner who was, did a very selfish and bad thing, and will probably have to pay a significant price for this by Major League Baseball, and the Dodgers, too. He was isolated. First off, he didn't get didn't get celebrated with his teammates after the final out, which is sad. But then he comes out for the team picture. He's hugging everybody. He's kissing his, I believe his wife, could be girlfriend. And then he proceeds to take his mask off. And join the team picture and not even social distance. And on top of that, even worse, he sits right next to the manager, Dave Roberts, who is a cancer survivor. That's a high-risk guy who, if he gets it, it could be bad. Totally selfish decision putting Many others at risk. This Game 6 of the World Series has potential to be a super spreader event, ladies and gentlemen. It just does. Now, fortunately, it's Friday. We haven't had any new positives from the Dodgers. And I guess all their P- they took PCR tests and they all came back negative. And But part of this is also on MLB's part. Jeff Passan reported that the lab in uh, Utah that they used was, first off, since you're in a bubble, why don't you use a lab in Texas? Or Dallas. They've got good medicine technology and COVID testing in Dallas to get the results back. They were using their hub of Utah the entire season, so that's why some results took forever. So the MLB was basing that Turner could play based off yesterday's test results, which they had received the morning of the game when they had tested yesterday morning. They tested on Monday night, and they didn't get Turner's results back till Tuesday night. MLB is... You know, if I was a congressman or a senate person, I'd have the MLB testify on their handling of the pandemic. When this is all... When COVID's all done and there's no cases. Because they they might be doing a real public health danger by putting Turner out there. And there were fans in the ballpark. And you don't know, they only showed Turner in the team photo and hugging everybody. What if he went and autographed a few baseballs for some fans? Because, remember, they capped it at 10,000 fans. There were fans in the ballpark for the World Series. Mostly Dodger fans, but there were fans. 
But, uh, congratulations to the Dodgers. Their first one since, like, 1988. Happy for the LA fans. They have two titles now. The Lakers and the Dodgers. And we'll see. Next season, hopefully we get a full baseball season. I don't know. Uh, but that's baseball. Alright. A little bit of news in the sports radio industry. Uh, if you're from New York or... And if you watched, if you probably know who I'm talking about, sports radio host Craig Carton, about three years ago, was arrested by the FBI for a Ponzi scheme. Uh, he denies he did anything illegal, but they convicted him. Was supposed to serve a three-year sentence in a federal prison, actually in Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Shout out Bucknell University. Uh... But he was only in for about a year. And the reason he was in for a year, he did a lot of volunteer work. He helped some of the inmates get their uh, GEDs. But it really opened his eye on uh, gambling. He's not gonna, he, he was a big gambler. And uh, he said, you know, I haven't gambled in three years. And I don't plan on gambling. Uh, but he was on the popular, he was on the first all sports radio station in the America, WFAN. Uh, for 10 years, did a, uh, the morning show on there with, you've seen this guy on CBS before on their NFL coverage, Boomer Esiason from 6 to 10, and he got arrested, he lost everything, he resigned from the fan to put the pressure off of them a little bit, but, uh, well, he went through his trial and whatnot, and, but with the news of Joe Beningo, Retiring in the afternoons, WFAN has brought back Craig Carton. And part of that is the new boss at WFAN, well, he's no longer the new boss. He returned. He hired Craig Carton in 07 for their morning show. So they're giving Craig Carton a second chance, except this time he's working in the afternoons, 2 to 7. Not with Boomer Esiason, but with... A guy you, most of you have probably never heard of, Evan Roberts. Now, I listen to a lot of New York sports radio. I love Evan. He was one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite personalities over there at WFAN. Um, him and Joe, that's what I would listen to in middays and now in afternoon. Joe's retiring. Uh, his last show is uh, Friday, November 6th. Also, Breeders' Cup Friday, by the way. Um, so, I'll miss Joe. I know he was a passionate New York Jets fan, so you'd always get rants about the Jets. He also loved the Mets. Uh, just you'd get a bunch of rants on him. He's gonna retire. But the big story here is that Craig Carton is back, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable! I'm so happy for him. You know, he was in prison, changed his life around. He's no longer gambling on stuff. And so, and he did an hour just alone with the listeners yesterday on WFAN, and it sounded like his old, his old self. So, he's back. November 9th is their first show at 2 o'clock. WFAN, Sports Radio 66 AM, if you're in the New York area, also on the FM dial at 101.9 FM. But radio.com, you can listen to WFAN anytime. And you might be able with WFAN, their AM signal is so powerful, you can get it all the way in South Carolina at night. So I wouldn't be surprised if you're in your car, tune on, turn on 660 AM, you might be able to catch, Bo- uh, not Boomer and Carton anymore, Carton and Roberts. That'll be such a fun show. 
All right, to the pick segment now, and let me check the time. We might have to go speed speed picks. Oh my gosh, yeah, we might. Uh, we I'm recording on a Friday, but I did tell you I did have the Atlanta Falcons. I had them 24-17. The finish was 25-17. All right, the pick segment. We're going to jump into the Monday night game first. The Buccaneers, who just added Antonio Brown. Holy moly. That, that is a crazy signing. The Bucs finally got things together. And now they're only going to get stronger. They don't need Antonio Brown. They've already good. But I guess there's injury concerns. You know, Chris Godwin, uh, Penn State fans may remember him. He's gonna. He's seems like he plays every other week. He's in. He come goes in and out of concussion protocol. But when he does play, he's good. Mike Evans, you know Brady likes to throw to many different receivers in a game, and sometimes Evans just won't get targets. So you never know if Evans. Then there's Gronk, who looks like he's back. I mean, the last two weeks he's been on a tear. Uh, the unsung hero, the Julian Edelman of the team, Scotty Miller who will do really good on occasion. He probably will fit in as the Chris Hogan of the team, actually. So, the Buccaneers are fine, and they're playing the Giants. And let's be honest, it's the Giants. I don't even like picking this game this week because I don't like picking the New York football teams. They're probably... It's, I think this is a Tampa Bay romp in the second half. 31-14 to 14 will be the final. I think it'll be an interesting game. Sun, all right, Sunday Night Football. The NFC East, the worst division in football. Honestly, this division, whoever wins this division should just get the number one draft pick with how garbage it is this year. But you have the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Dallas Cowboys have had a struggle quarterback ever since the Dak Prescott injury. Andy Dalton gets a concussion. We don't know if he'll play. It looks like it'll be Ben DiNucci, who I had never heard of until he came in the game against Washington this past Sunday. It'll be very interesting to see what DiNucci can do. I would imagine the game script will be they'll run the football a lot with Zeke and Tony Pollard, but when he does have to throw it, he does have some good weapons in Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Uh, defensive side of the ball, Leighton Vander Esch is back this week. Um... And then for the Eagles, it's Carson Wentz and a practice squad, basically. Well, and Miles Sanders, too. Um, but the Eagles are finna tight end. Zach Ertz is going to be out for a couple of weeks. Goddard's on IR. So, I really... The only players I really know on the Eagles that I know that will be playing, at least, is Travis Fulgham. So, we'll see what the Eagles... This is really going to be a slobber knocker. Much like the Bucks and Giants game, I don't even want to pick this game, but I have to. And I think it'll end 17-14. I got the Eagles. It's at home. It's at Link. The Link. Oh, my friend Carly will like that pick, so go Eagles. All right. Game of the week. Oh, I can't wait for this. This is the game of the year in the NFL. And I promise you every week the game of the week will not involve the Steelers. But here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens coming off of the bye. The Steelers 
How about that game against the Titans last week? Unbelievable. You know, Ben and Ben looked great in the first half. Then he looked kind of garbage. Uh, Tannehill and the offense for Tennessee looked bad in the first half, and then they got it together. Looked very good. And the Steelers got lucky. Steven Guskowski missed the field goal. I know my friend Aiden, who I mentioned on here, is sad. Some was sad about that. He was mad at me because the Titans lost and my team beat them. But Steelers are undefeated, and this is a very big game for Pittsburgh. I still am a little skeptical that my Steelers might be the best team in the league. But I, we'll find out after this Sunday. I think they're going to be the best team in the league, regardless of the outcome on Sunday. But, you know, the defense for the Steelers, best defense in the league, you know, Cam Hayward, Tewitt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Hayden, Mike Hilton, Steven Nelson, and even maybe Cam Sutton, although I think he wants a trade. He hasn't said it publicly, but... Judging from his Instagram story, he wants out, it seems like. Uh, and then Baltimore. I mean, Lamar Jackson can make something out of nothing just by using his feet. It's basically two positions in one if you're playing fantasy. You get a running back and a quarterback at the quarterback spot. And he can unload it. He's got Hollywood Brown. He can throw it to the free tight ends he can throw it to. Um, primarily he chooses Mark Andrews. That's been his primary target all year, actually, out of all the wide receivers. J.K. Dobbins at running back. He's their speed back. You got Mark Ingram as the power back. You also can throw in a little bit of Gus Edwards. And their defense isn't bad, too. Uh, and they've got Justin Tucker, who can kick big field goals, like long field goals. Absolutely crazy what he can do every... Weekend and week out. Uh, this will be a fun game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I mean, we've seen the shootouts. And this is, by the way, the Ravens. This is their first game with fans in M&T Bank Stadium, too. So, you might be able to get a ticket to the game. if. But I know it's not full capacity for sure. I don't know what they're capping it at. But I know there's fans in the stands. So, this will be a fun game. I believe most of the country is getting this. It's on your local CBS station, but you might have other games. I know if you live in New York, you'll probably have the Jets Chiefs. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Besides, if I pick the Ravens, all my Steelers friends would say, you're a criminal and you're a fake Steelers fan. Well, I'm not a sta- fake, Steelers, fake Steelers fan. Give me all of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want it all, and I want it now. I, it's going to be a shootout. 31-28, I think the Steelers get the ball at the end of the game, and they drive, and Chris Boswell will kick a nice 46-yard field goal, and the Steelers will be undefeated. And they're the only undefeated team left in the league, by the way, with that Seattle game last week. How fun was that game? That was worth staying up till midnight for. All right, food of the week, real quick. Since we're picking Baltimore... I'm going to do something that's world famous in Maryland, crab cakes. Very good. Depending on where you're getting, they're nice and lumptious and filled with crab meat. Sometimes maybe there's cheese in it. But they're very good, tangy taste to it. Uh, Some places you can get them, and they're very big, like maybe $30 at the big steak and seafood restaurants. I love the crab cakes from the grocery store, the butcher block, uh, 
Uh, Ventura's in Fairfield makes some good crab cakes. I don't eat crab cakes that often, but when I do, it's very delicious. It's very good. So, crab cakes. That's our food of the week. And I thank you for listening to Sports Bar Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, go- I'm about to go uh, vote in the presidential election. I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for because I believe that is confidential and I don't want to lose some viewers because of it. Whichever candidate I'm voting for. But it's one of the two. I'll give that. How far we'll narrow it down. I'm not going to write in anybody. It's one of the two candidates. And I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for. But, if you got a mail-in ballot, don't mail it in. Just take it to your county polling place. Also, wear a mask. Listen to the public health experts, especially Tony Fauci. Because he raised an alarm that we might not get back to normal until 2022. I want to be able to hug people and high-five people again. So wear a mask. And this is Sports Bar Talk. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I wrap up, I totally forgot. We're going to pick one college game this week. In the Big Ten. Penn State. And Ohio State. And I know I have a lot of people who love Penn State that listen to this podcast. But guess what? You all are going to start the season 0-2 because the Ohio State Buckeyes are coming in the Happy Valley. And with no whiteout, they will demolish... Penn State, it'll probably be close, but I don't think so. Ohio State, 55. Penn State, 28. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we have the best seat in the house. Go Buckeyes. Penn State fans, get your tissues ready.